Welcome to the Taproom Post Net Podcast. I am Delta Zero Four, and we will be covering the Nets topic of the week. Welcome, y'all. I am Delta Zero Four, located in the Redoubt of the South. This is Tapron Postnet Podcast, episode 14-12. Every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, Tapron has an amateur radio HF net. The primary purpose for the net is to promote self-reliance and preparedness in all aspects of modern life. The goal of the net is to share and disseminate information that can help everyone achieve individual independence and self-reliance. During the net, we'll have a topic of the evening, so this podcast is a summary of the combined knowledge our check-ins share during the Tapron Nets. If y'all have questions about Tapron, feel free to go to the following website, www.amron.com. Phonetically, that's www.alpha-mike-romeo-romeo-oscar-november.com. In the beginning of this year, the Amron Group and Tapron Group merged, so you can find Tapron information, including the net schedule and frequency, at the Amron site. All right, let's take a quick break, and then I'll provide y'all a net check-in report, and then we'll finally cover the August 24th Tapron Net topic. And we're back. For August 24, 2014, Tapron had a total of 50 check-ins from the following states. 12 from Florida, 10 from Virginia, 5 from Ohio, 4 from South Carolina, 3 from Georgia, 3 from Tennessee, 3 from Michigan, 2 from North Carolina, 2 from West Virginia, and 1 each from the following states. Texas, New York, Alabama, in Wisconsin. And we also had two check-ins from Ontario. Thanks everyone for checking in. Before we cover our topic, I have one announcement. We now have a Taprin Digital Net. It's on the first and third Sunday of the month, same week as Amron Nets. It's at 8 p.m. Eastern on 7.078 plus 1200 using Contestia 4 250. The net control station is in Virginia. Check the Amron.com local nets page for information. This week's topic was which antenna you consider best for emergency situations. We had lots of great suggestions on this topic and some antennas I've never heard of before. We'll break this down into UHF, VHF antennas, and HF antennas. For VHF UHF antennas, in case you did not know, most folks will tell you, if you are trying to get the most coverage from your handheld radio, your best bet is to dump that antenna that comes with it, also known as a rubber ducky antenna, and get a better one, like a Nagoya NA701. There are lots of choices out there for a replacement. A great suggestion for on-the-go is a Slim Jim antenna. Basically, it's a 450-ohm ladder line that you can roll up and throw in your bug out bag and it's easy to deploy in a tree and if you are looking to get more coverage at your home with the VHF UHF handheld 
or mobile radio, you can mount a better antenna on a mast outside your home and run the coax inside. Along with the commercial vertical antennas you can buy from companies like Diamond and Comet, there's the do-it-yourself J-Pole that works great. A couple of check-ins even made a dipole wire antenna cut to 2 meter length. One check-in suggested looking into the H-double-bay antenna made of 12-gauge wire. He stated it is easy and cheap to make and very effective. There are even H-tri-bay and H-quad-bay versions. If you internet search that one, you'll see examples of the simple design. If you are interested in a mobile VHF-UHF antenna for your vehicle, Probably your best bet is to purchase a vertical antenna with the proper mounting system for your specific vehicle. For us personally, we went with Diamond, but there are lots of reputable antenna companies out there. For HF antennas, the sky's the limit. Most everyone agreed that you cannot beat a wire antenna when it comes to HF emergency communications. They are simple and cheap to make, and the good news is, if a storm brings your antenna down, more than likely you'll be able to solder it back together and be back up in action in no time. We had lots of great suggestions on this type of antenna. Some folks were either using a G5RV or had a G5RV in their emergency comms go kits if they needed to bug out, which is a wire antenna that has about 30 feet of 450 ohm ladder line coming down the middle. One check-in was specific and suggested the W8 version. Other check-ins had homemade dipoles of various cut lengths for different bands from 20 meters to 80 meters. You can make them with or without ballons and even make them off-center fed to handle multiple HF bands with one antenna. The great thing about the dipole antenna is you can place it in various setups and get different results. For instance, if you want your HF comms to intentionally be only close, like within 300 to 400 miles, you can set it up in an inverted V configuration. If you want to get greater distance, then simply raise those two ends and make it horizontal. If you are interested in focusing in one direction, set it up as a sloper. And don't forget that the direction you set it up can make a difference in which region you receive best. For those of y'all who are new to HF antenna making, the dipole is probably the easiest to understand and make. There are lots of great instructions on the internet, and some companies like DX Engineering even have do-it-yourself kits you can buy. Another check-in suggested the infed sloper wire antenna cut to most used lengths, like 20 meter and 40 meter. One example mentioned was the Ultimax 100. Another check-in has an inverted L wire antenna. The next suggested antenna is called the W5GI mystery antenna, simply because it's a mystery of how it works, but I've heard it does work very well. It's 124 and a half feet long, unbalanced, with a 9 to 1 ballin. Another example is the linear loaded dipole, which according to the check-in is a cross-connected coax dipole, unbalanced 50 ohm broadband that's 122 feet long for 80 meter and also does 40 meter and if you have the real estate like some folks they were thinking of making a full wavelength horizontal loop antenna 
While the dipole is simple to make and a wonderful antenna when it comes to receiving a whole bunch and reaching out to lots of folks, sometimes you want to narrow down what you are hearing. A classic example was the Amron T-Rex exercise, where a boatload of non-exercise related chatter like state QSO contest and rag chewers were making it challenging to hear exercise traffic in an already difficult weekend due to bad propagation. Now don't get me wrong, the extra chatter was great practice for what would probably happen in a regional or national emergency, but there are antennas you can make to help alleviate, as one check-in said, quote-unquote, making your ears bleed, unquote, from trying to make out the exercise traffic with all the extra chatter, also known as QRM. So let's cover some of those antennas. The most mentioned antenna was the delta loop in a vertical configuration. For focusing in a certain direction, the vertical setup is best, and one check-in mentioned he had his setup at a 30-degree angle. I have first-hand experience with this. Someone I do daily CW with recently put one of these antennas up vertically, pointed it in my direction, and it made a big difference compared to his dipole, both on my end and on his end. Basically, you take a wire hung in a triangle shape and then joined with 450 ohm ladder line as long as possible. You make the wire length for whatever band frequency you are most interested in and the ladder line allows you to also use it for other bands. You also have a 4 to 1 ballin and some coax. The only purpose of the coax is to make it easier to go through walls to get to your transceiver, so keep that as short as possible. You can hang the triangle right side up or upside down, and the direction you point it makes a big difference in blocking out a lot of unwanted noise and picking up some relative gain in a certain direction. Another check-in mentioned the HF or DX band buster, but unfortunately I was not able to find much information on that one, but I wanted to still mention it just in case you wanted to try to find something about it. Obviously, if you have the finances, you can go with a Yagi beam with a rotator, but make sure you have the battery power to still be able to rotate the beam during an emergency. For those of y'all that want to keep expenses down, you can build these delta loop antennas and get very good directional results. If you think about it, you can build a couple of different delta loops pointed in different directions, put an antenna switch at the receiver end, and then you can select which delta loop you want to use at that specific time. I'm not sure about y'all, but it sounds like a delta loop project is in my near future. And just a quick note about HF Mobile. There are two basic styles out there. The first is the screwdriver antenna, like the Tar Heel or Scorpion. The second is the huge whip antenna that is mounted to your bumper and then bent and tied down at the other end of your vehicle, similar to how the military has theirs. I've heard folks on both types, so either style works if you need to bug out during an emergency and don't have time to stop and put up a wire antenna. Finally, a quick note on concealing wire antennas. One check-in suggested using 18-gauge clear insulated wire. He said that is much harder to see up in trees than a black wire. Just a thought to consider for folks who live in subdivisions with strict homeowners association or for folks who may have spouses that prefer not to see all those wires hanging up around your property. 
Well, folks, that was a lot of information about antennas, but hopefully some of it helped y'all out. Whether it's a wire antenna that you quickly put together and throw up in the trees, or a copper J-pole that you permanently have on a mast at your house, all sorts of antennas can be built to make your specific ham radio experience even more enjoyable in everyday life and better quality with all the potential chatter in a critical emergency situation. All right, y'all, that is all for this episode. A special thanks to those who checked into the net and provided us all the great information to share. God bless everyone. Until next week, this is Delta Zero Four, clear.